The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where James Breakwell, that's me, a comedy writer, and Steve Olivas, that's the other guy, a licensed psychologist and marriage counselor, tackle your long-running marriage problems in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? Marriage or any relationship, James. There, marriage oh, or any relationship. This is absolutely true. We will we will take a crack at any relationship you have, marriage, non-married, you yeah. know, platonic, between you and a pet, well, maybe not you and a pet, but everything else in between, between between human <laughs> beings, we will tackle that relationship and see what's going on. And we got a good one this week. So I'm going to go ahead what and do we got? We, I'm going to read the, the listener email here. Uh, and here's what this person had to say. My husband and I have been together for almost 10 years. We have two kids, eight and six. For our entire relationship, I have been the breadwinner. We never really planned for one or the other of us to be a big earner, uh, but he has a PhD and I have a master's, so I think we both kind of thought he would be, and very well still may be. Also, we both grew up with moms that were teachers and dads that were breadwinners. I started an industry uh, straight after grad school, and my company has done well. Uh, anyway, this dynamic is hard. We survived a few bouts uh, of his unemployment early on. He graduated during the recession, uh, but he has been gainfully employed for the last several years, making roughly half of what I do. There seems to be some damaging effects of his, uh, to his ego that have not recovered. My usually lighthearted, fun-loving fella turns harsh and hurtful at the mere mention of my job. My current coping technique is just to never talk about my work or to bring it home or work long hours. Those lead to snide comments about my commitment to the job uh, being more than to my family. In the last year or two, my boss has been pushing me to move to the next level. He seems confident that with a bit more investment, I could overcome my lack of a PhD and get a promotion. I fear working extra hours will lead to disaster. Note that we live 3,000 miles from either family, so any extra time I am working, my husband will be parenting solo. I like my job. I like doing well at it, but I don't want to break up the family for it. All right, so that's where we come in. Steve, what are your thoughts? Wow, that's a complicated question, and it's interesting that she went right where I would have gone with it, which is, I remember you and I talked about this a few weeks ago, maybe? I don't remember which episode it was, but about um, how women, one of the things that attracts women to men is that earning potential, that men are kind of the breadwinner and the caretaker in that way, and women kind of tend to the flock. However... I've had other non-traditional couples that are set up just like this one, where the wife is the breadwinner and the husband is the stay-at-home parent. And the one thing that always has to be dealt with, because usually in that non-traditional situation, uh, the woman's self-esteem is sufficiently buoyed by her career. So the, the marital... Um, the attraction and the rules of that relationship are different. And so I, women usually are a little more settled with that, with one exception, and that is if she is missing her children, that becomes a problem for the woman. But the main problem that I see lies on the side of the guy, the husband. That, that does tend to be difficult for husbands to manage that shift in at least what gets programmed in early, which is that men are the ones who make the money and women stay home. And that was the model through the 50s and the 60s and the 70s when most of us grew up and probably bled uh, maybe leaned pretty heavily into the 80s too. And so just getting past that is hard. Uh, getting around to what I would do with this is 
if she has found, because she doesn't want to be confrontational, and frankly, she probably empathizes with her husband. Like, it's hard for him, and she knows that. But it's if they don't have a good scrap about this, it is going to just simmer under the surface and continue to create resentment on his part. And that will, in turn, create resentment on her part, because she feels helpless right now to change the way that this is going without giving up a good chunk of uh, income. So my, my, my advice to them would either be just have an afternoon where you have it out with each other about this and clear the air. And I don't mean come to blows and have the cops get called and you have helicopters flying and now you're on live PD. But I mean, just have it out. Like there's too much that's not being said because both are tiptoeing around energy. And there's some explosive energy that has to get released in here. And if you two have been together for 10 years, you know how to do that. This is just a bigger ticket item than any of the other things you've argued about in the past. And so have it out, or if you you really can't do that in a productive way, if you're worried about uh, some of the hurt feelings afterwards, or you're worried about the kids or something, have a therapist help you do that. This is actually not difficult for a therapist to guide. And I know that every time we touch on uh, traditional like gender roles, there's always somebody who gets offended by listening to it. But I mean, these are these are um, stereotypes or whatever else that some people do aspire to. Uh, you know, we, we didn't create these things out of thin air. So I mean, clearly there's some machismo here that this guy feels like he has to fulfill this role. Uh, now in my in my own marriage, we we kind of went the opposite way early on. My wife was going into chemistry and I was going into English, so we, and I was planning to be a newspaper reporter. So we just <laughs> always assumed that she would make more money than me. Uh, and that if, if it came time for one of us to quit, um, that I would be the one who would quit and stay home with the kids. Uh, so we never really got hung up on it. And I remember early on at my first newspaper job, I talked to one of the guys there. He was, um, he was a, a cops reporter and he was going back to school to be a, uh, a teacher. And that was going to be a step up in terms of pay from being a reporter. That tells you what reporters make in terms of money. And his <laughs> wife was was a nurse who was fairly high up and you know way out earned him. And I said, "How do you deal with that?" And he goes, "Oh man, it's awesome. Like he just, I, I guess every reporter who had a spouse who made more than them, it was the greatest thing in the world. You was kind of like you had a patron and you can go patrol, you know, pursue your passion. So maybe he's looking at this wrong. Yeah. If he's got this PhD and he's doing what he likes, even if it doesn't pay that much." money. Maybe he should just be grateful that he has this spouse there who can provide them with the financial support. I mean, why does it really matter who earns more money than who? I mean, is he is he worried that he's going to look, you know, dumb in the eyes of his family or friends? I mean, family is 3,000 miles away, and I guarantee you they don't care how much money he makes or how much money she makes. I mean, when you really get down to it for who cares how much money you make, it's pretty much just you. It, it really is. I don't think people on the outside ever care or judge you as much uh, as you think they do. And if they are judging you, if they're looking down on you saying, oh, he should be making more money than his wife. I mean, you're hanging out with the wrong group of friends. I mean, that's, that's it kind of demonstrates an immaturity to me. So I, I guess I think, uh, you know, having that big fight could be good. Uh, but I guess from coming from a marriage that started out this way with my wife making more money than me, I, I kind of think he just needs to get over this and grow up. I mean, as a dad of two kids, they need to provide for him. And when it comes time for that college bill, he is going to be grateful that she has been making all this money over these years. Yeah, I boy, sage wisdom. The the problem with just get over it, and I, I I'm not trying to belittle your answer. I understand what you're saying. It's that this is not a rational argument that he's making. This is an emotional argument. Oh. 
And so trying to put an overlay of logic over this doesn't really work because on paper, it does make sense to do it the way that they're headed. But he's probably got a couple of things working against him. And one is that masculine ego that's easily wounded. And I will speak for myself. I know you're made out of scrap iron, Breakwell. But the other part of it is, I don't know how much money and time he invested in the PhD, but having one myself, I can tell you it's pretty significant. And I'm sure he doesn't want to just waste that. That almost seems offensive, uh, I, I imagine, to him. And so that's the other part that he needs to sort of make peace with, with himself. But as long as this doesn't get talked about with his wife, there is just more and more tension and stress building around it. It's like the tectonic plates that just keep pushing against each other until something's got to give. And I say, let's do a controlled burn here. I know I'm mixing my metaphors all over the place here. I'm mixing an earthquake with a forest fire, but we got to do a little bit of a controlled burn so that we can get this out and get the energy released without making it destructive, which is what will happen if it comes out organically. You know that arguments headed good places when you have to use a firequake as a metaphor. <laughs> so everything destructive you can throw in there. Uh, and I would say, for my, I guess maybe I'm the wrong person to ask from the emotional part. That might be why I partnered up with a psychologist for this. But just from a practical standpoint, if it bothers him when his wife is you know, out there putting in the extra time and he's at home with the kids, I mean, who's to say they can't hire childcare and have him go out and put some extra time into work too and try to get ahead? I mean, it sounds like he hasn't given up on his job. So if the only thing that's going to make him happy is to succeed, whatever success means in his eyes, I mean, maybe they need to make more time for work for both of them. Then maybe that means that, you know, they, you hire a nanny or you hire daycare a few days a week or something along the lines there. Maybe not even to make it so that he makes as much money as her, but at least that he feels like he has a shot or he's making progress. If this is really just about, you know, keeping his ego uh, you know, contained, that might, that might be one way to go to just feel like he has an outlet and is making progress. Yeah. And I'll give you my closing thought early because usually you ask for it and I'll save you the time. <laughs> but uh, I've had couples in this situation where the, the wife is outpacing the husband financially because she's like uh, just killing it. Uh, attorney, high power salespeople, CEOs. And the problem sometimes comes in that the, the woman is just ruthless just sort of as that's her wiring and that's what makes her successful in business, but ends up kind of emasculating the husband when he has a problem with stuff. The the pot, the stroke that I'll give to this couple is that the woman who wrote to you seems to have some empathy. And I like that because that means she's connected to her husband in an emotionally intimate way. And that gives me confidence and faith that this is going to smooth over at some point and it will end well because I think she's not ruthless. And that gives me hope. Yeah. So... You know, you can. I think you, all kinds of marriages can work. I, you know, from my point of view, it doesn't matter so much who's the breadwinner. There's there's room for all kinds of gender roles. But I do, in this specific case, wish them the best of luck with their firequake. I hope they have that conversation like you were talking about. Uh, and and thank you very much for writing in about that. If you have a question you'd like to us to address about a relationship issue, uh, it can be a marriage, it can be dating, uh, it can be you know platonic with coworkers, parent, child, whatever. We'd be happy to take a crack at it and talk about it on air. You can email those questions to me at jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. Uh, all questions are anonymous, and we'll bring it up. We usually have a lag time of a couple weeks. You can email me today, probably three or four weeks down the road. Uh, you'll hear your question on air. So thank you very much for joining us today for 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.